You're listening to the Nerd Cave Show, coming to you live from Audio Crazy's living room, where I tied up the beard and he's sitting in the back. Shush, beard, drink your happy juice. You can follow us on www.nerdcaveshow.com, or you can go to Facebook at facebook.com slash nerdcaveshow. And now, on with the show. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another wonderful, happy, joyous, and um, somewhat of an eight months uh, Nerd Cave show. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a bit. Um, is that the technical term? A bit, I think. So, yeah, it's been a while. Um, I'll get into it here in a little bit. Uh, it adulting in life had kicked in full gear, became a uh, massive boss fight, and uh, needless to say, things kind of didn't go the way we had hoped. Um, the beard is out. I am here doing this solo. The uh, It's kind of a bit strange just standing here and not interacting with anybody, but that's okay. We're going to do this because um, for several times or multiple times I've been messaged, hey, you know, when are you guys going to do the podcast again? When is this going to happen? Um, and I kept wanting to do it and we kept wanting to, but anyway, I'll get it more into it. I can get to more details coming in a little bit. Um there is so much we need to get into, so much we need to get to. Um, I know there's a lot that uh, uh, we got to do some catch up on. Um, definitely got to talk about She-Hulk. Um, that is, that, that's going to be something I really need to discuss. Um, but before we get into that, we do have a couple of uh, events that are coming up. One's virtual, one's, uh, one's a... A little uh, convention fest that's happening. So uh, let's get into that. Let's get into that. The first thing we got coming up, Indie Racers Festival 2022. And what that is, is that is a kind of a virtual indie... they call it, what they're calling it is the smallest and indiest festival you can dream of. 31 indie racing games features, um, demos, contests, gifts, sales, streams. Um, there is a dedicated Discord that you're going to go. If you want to check it out, it's IndieRacers.com. And essentially, uh, there's going to be the hashtag IndieRacers. It's going to happen on Twitter. You can go to, um, like I said, IndieRacers.com. There's a, got all the links. Um, there is a streamer form that you can input it in, and it's going to be showcasing a bunch of indie racing games and... Some a couple of them are flight sims uh, or space sims, uh, Annex Racers, Neo Dash, uh, Slope Crashers, TRF, The Race Factory, Stealth Cart, Pocket Wheels, Runner Party, Razy, Phase Shift, Rat Racer, Infinity Girl, uh, Carfu Helium, Race Condition, Zeepkist, is that yeah, Zeepkist, Turbo Force, Race Me Now, Riding Seas. Ultimate Godspeed, 45 Degrees, Rich Neighborhood Racing, Rally, 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 or Rally, Alley, Alley. Wow. Yeah, Rally, Alley, Alley. Um, Accelerate, Use Suck at Parking, Drift Kings, Metric Racer, Buggy Game, Chair Racing Simulator, which is actually the second game put on by um, Bucket Full of Games. And uh, I definitely say check that out. That's his second free game. The first one was another one I played a lot of. This one I'm having a lot of fun of. It's literally like you're having a multi uh, multiplayer race. It's a pixelated game, but you're chair racing. 
really awesome. Um, it's the best way of doing chair racing at work when you're not supposed to be playing games, but you still want to chair race so you can do it in a game that you're not supposed to be playing at work. It works out. Trust me. Um, let's see here. Formula Top Gear Shifters, which is a game I've been looking for. Uh, Classic Sport Driving, Tristan Cole's Pro Driver. And like I said, they're doing streaming, um, demos, all kinds of stuff. Check it out. Friday, August 26th at 5 p.m. General uh, uh, GMT till Monday, August 29th to, at 5 p.m. GMT. Um, definitely check it out. Get involved or at least hop in the Discord. Uh, you can watch the trailer. They've got a link to that. So check it out. Lots of great indie games that are going to be uh, played, showcased. And there's a bunch in there that I've been keeping an eye on. One of them here in a little bit, is going to be the uh, indie spotlight of the show. And uh, it's it's another one. Uh, one is when I've been eyeballing for a long time. Um, but I'll get into that. I'll get into that. All right. So the second uh, bit of news that's coming up, um, the Heroes Fest 2022. Now, if you guys remember, last year, the very first live podcast recording the one we went out to was heroes fest 2021 uh, heroes fest 2022 is coming up um nerd cave show is not going to be able to make it i'm really we if we do wind up it'll kind of be a last minute thing if i can make it work right now uh i'm not going to say that we are going to make it because most things are showing that we are not going to be there so Hopefully, um, but I know they're going to invent. Those of you guys who don't know what a uh, the Heroes Fest is, it is uh, this year is going to be September seventeenth. It's going to be again at Heroes Comics in Fresno, California. And you guys haven't been to Heroes Comics, like anybody who's, if you can make it to Fresno, California, um, a detour to Heroes Comics. It is hands down one of the nicest comic book shops I've been in. It's just a really beautiful place. It's basically a comic book shop that is in an old bank. There's literally a huge bank wall vault on one side wall. And I wish they would use it having somebody coming out of it or something. I, I the, it, the door is usually closed. They can open it, but, um, it is actually one of the nicest comic book shops I've ever been in, but it is in an old bank. So, um, it's kind of interesting, you get there, it's like, is this a bank or a comic? No, it's a comic book shop. Gaming and all kinds of other stuff. So definitely go in and check it out. Um, but that is coming up. September 17th, uh, Heroes Comic. It is a free uh, mini convention. Uh, uh, basically, they uh, it's done at in the parking lot of Heroes Comics. And last year, geez, I can't remember. There was quite a few uh, vendors there. Uh, uh Everything from comic book. I picked up a couple of, uh, um, there was a couple of uh, artists and stuff that came down from Bakersfield up there. And uh, I grabbed myself a few things. I actually got uh, a kid's book for my son. Um, lots of great stuff there. So um, there was a, just, it's a great little convention. If you have a chance to make it, go make it. Like I said, it's free to the public and there's plenty of there to do. Um, but that's the two things that are coming up. Uh, Heroes Fest 2022 on September 17th. Um, and you can check that out on, uh, that is put on by product Project Wish Upon a Star. You can find out more information and all the social media links. I know he's been posting heavily on both Twitter 
and uh, Facebook, and you will find those links on projectwishuponastar.org. And Project One, uh, this event, Heroes Fest, is put on by Project Wish Upon a Star, and it is a children's cancer, is it children's charity uh, for cancer research? Uh, it is a children's, it is a 501c3 children's cancer charity. And essentially, the, the kids, the whole thing is to help out these kids with terminal cancer um, and other issues. They're trying to do their best to help kids. And this event, they, this event does it. If you can do yourself a favor or help out some kids, you can even make a donation right on their website. If you can't make it, go make a donation. Um, you can contact them, but, uh, yeah, project wish upon a star org, go check it out. And if you can help them out. All right. Getting into it. Oh, uh, Indie Spotlight of the game, uh, Indie Spotlight. So I told you before with the uh, Indie Racers Festival that is, uh, that's coming up this weekend, um, there is one game on there. And it's a game that I've been watching for some time, and that is Race Me Now. Um, now I was reached out because this is one of the, one of the few, one of the people is like, dude, can you, uh, 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 can you put this on your podcast? And it was just, it was one of the final straws I needed to get to do today's episode. Um, but uh, I, I started looking and I go, dude, I've been watching your, I've been watching you post. I've been seeing your updates. I've been anxious to play your game and I have to talk about your game no matter what, because he's releasing it this Friday. And for those who don't know, my birthday is this Friday. So a wonderful little birthday present to myself. I get race me now. I will be buying myself a nice little shiny game. Uh, it is on Steam. Um, if you want to go check it out, it's eight, uh, you can go to the website werys.co, or uh, you can look for Race Me Now on Steam. It is on Steam currently. Um, I believe it's on pre-order, and you can go and uh, put it on your wish list. And when it pops out this Friday, you can pick it up. Uh, you can also go to on Twitter. It is W E R Y S Game Studio. So at Worries Game Studio uh, on Twitter. And you can go watch, check out all his posts and stuff. But yeah, Indie Spotlight of the Night, Race Me Now. And if those of you guys haven't seen it, the, what caught me about this game is it looks like a retro racing game, as in not a pixelated one. It reminds me more of the PlayStation mid 90s PC where it was low poly racing cars but that whole aesthetic just it just looks so pleasing to me it's very very well done um the specs on it you don't need a really powerful system i mean you do need a 64 bit if, it's, if you've been running windows 7 um 2 gigahertz processor 2 gigs of ram um, two gigabytes on the uh, graphics, and uh, it's only 500 megabyte install. Um, there it comes with 40 cars, four new car ca or uh, four car categories, 40 cars. Um, it's one of those where you unlock cars as, as you play. Um, it is coming out this 26th, so add it to your wish list. Uh, I'm going to be getting it. 
it looks like it's going to be Windows, Mac, and Steam, Steam OS Linux. And I'm trying to see. I believe, yeah, it's single player, Steam Achievement, and Steam Cloud. And I am think they've got a demo you can download as well. But if you are into the more retro around the PlayStation 1 era racing games, you will like this game. Um, it looks beautiful. The cars are like not high resolution, a little bit low poly, but it's still that very pleasing design to them. Um, not trying to go overly crazy, but it looks really, really good, and I'm anxious to play it. So uh, maybe I can... Maybe I can schmooze them a little bit and get myself a little demo, a little thumb, thumb coming up. So I'm going to try that. Uh, so, yeah, race me now on Steam and definitely go check out the websites. And if anything, uh, if you guys have uh, any issues, go to my website, audiocrazy.com and go to the show notes and I'll have links to everything there. I'm even going to have a video on the show notes. Uh, audio, you can go, either go to nerdcaveshow.com or audiocrazy.com. Both go to, uh, go to my website. And in there, you'll have links, and you can at least check out the video of the game. I'm looking forward to it, and it's going to be my great little birthday present. So, moving on. Um, She-Hulk. She-Hulk is another thing I really want to discuss about. Um, because it seems like there's a lot of people who have been divided on this game. And it's re- or, Sorry, not game. This show. Um... She-Hulk, I, I don't get, I mean, I'm I'm trying to understand the negativity people have for it. I mean, I have my things that I wish were kind of be changed, but overall, I love the show. Me and my daughter sat down and watched it. it, it Marvel, Disney Plus, um, or maybe some other stuff that's either on HBO Max or stuff. Friday nights is our tacos and TV night. And... We will pick something. We will sit there. And typically, it's either Star Wars or Marvel. Um, because, you know, one of those won't come up. We're waiting for Bad Batch Season 2. So we're waiting for Loki Season 2. Uh, She-Hulk come up, and we had to watch it. And honestly, I was pretty surprised by it. Um, me and my daughter just sat there laughing up a storm. I do think that... My, this is my honest opinion. And then when I, whenever I started reading into it, I found out why. But I really feel like the first episode was a little short. I think they crammed up way too much into a 37-minute episode. And I really think they should have done a little bit better pacing and put it at about an hour. I think that would have been better, a little bit smoother, because... I honestly believe they, it felt a, just a hair rush because it was so great whenever we started getting that family, uh, big brother, little sister, or stronger sister, strong brother, slightly stronger sister, uh, 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 go back and forth between the two, the, just the, the wonderful little banter they had. Um, I, I really enjoyed it, and I thought it was really well done. I just honestly felt like it was rushed. And when I did some reading into it, I found out that originally what they had planned was the first episode was actually going to be four episodes in. They were going to establish her first and then get to um, 
her origin of how she became She-Hulk. But I guess she just assumed that everybody would know who She-Hulk was. And when they did testing, they found out a lot of people were like a little disconnected because they didn't understand, well, how did she become She-Hulk? And basically what happened, it, it, she they went ahead and go, okay, fine, we're going to make... Um, the origin, the first show. And I honestly feel like that's what kind of made it rushed. I'm also a very strong proponent that if you're going to do a very first episode, it should be a considerably longer. Set up everything right. Give a good story. Now, maybe they just didn't have the content for it. I don't know. But it felt like they had a lot of great material. Um, the go back and forth between uh, uh, Smart Hulk and She-Hulk, uh, Jennifer and Bruce, I thought was absolutely perfect. It, it felt like they were family. Like they had that almost childish banter and childish going back, you know, sibling rivalry going between each other. And I thought it was really good. Um, my only thing, and I'm going to say this, and I know a lot of people may give me some flack for it. The only thing I didn't care for is I personally feel that She-Hulk herself should have just a little bit more muscle tone. And this goes back from years ago. Honestly, I'm one of those people that feels that super heroines should not be super models. They shouldn't reflect that aspect. Because I know years ago when they were in making uh, some, you know, I'm, t I'm not talking like in the 90s or 2000s. I'm talking way back um, when they were doing this, the female characters were typically drawn so they were also appealing, visually appearing, appealing to males. And I understand why they did it. It wasn't so, it wasn't that it was something correct. It was just the best sales tactic. And I'm not saying it's wrong. I just, when I think of She Hulk, I feel that she should more resemble, look closer to what female bodybuilders should look like. I, I honestly, I do. To me, she looked a little too supermodelly. Other than that, I think the rest of the rest of the. And honestly, I'm not saying that's a breaking it, and I'm complaining. I just that's kind of a little personal thing for me. But to be perfectly honest, beyond that little hiccup, I love the show. And I would really wish they would um, they would uh, uh, bring Bruce in a little bit more. But I have a feeling um, with this being set up for the street level heroes. And those of you guys don't know what's happening is is um, we've already established the street level heroes, and we've already got established the street level v uh, villains. Okay, we've we've had those established for some time. We just really don't have much of an avenue for them, um, other than we've had Daredevil, which was a Netflix show, 
in association with Marvel, but now he's canon proper uh, since Spider-Man. So this is going in. They've talked about um, bringing having a lot of cameos in this show. Um, which I'm really looking forward to. That's why they kind of did this is like, she's an attorney. So she's going to cross paths with all of these heroes and street level. She's going to be crossing paths with these people quite a bit. So I think it's, I think it's wonderfully, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really excited for this. Um, I can't wait to see what they do. Like I said, I know they have a few things, but I'm, I'm kind of torn. And those of you guys who don't know me, I'm one of those people that I don't want to read too much in to what's coming up. And if it sounds like people will go, well, that information's out there. You can go read it. You have to understand, I'm one of those people that I want to be surprised. I don't want to watch a show and know what's going to come up. Case in point, whenever... uh, uh, the Mandalorian threw a curveball and gave us Grogu, where at the time it was Baby Yoda. We didn't even know his name. And nobody knew what was happening. That was so magical. And I love that. So I'm one of those people that I have always, <clears throat> I try to not read and try to learn what's coming. Because I love the magic. I love the mystery of what is going to happen. So therefore, if you ever see, you see stuff and I'm kind of skirting around stuff, it's because I like to read just enough to understand and to get backstory. But as soon as I start seeing them talk about, oh, and we're going to be doing this and we're going to be doing that, I'm one of those people like, I got to shut it off. I don't want to ruin that for me. I don't want to ruin that little bit of magic because I'm going to sit there and like, a lot of people are like, oh, but I got to know. And that way I'm going to be drawn in. It's like, no, 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 I'm already sucked in. I'm one of those people that's like, no, I'm there. You have me hooked. You know, the the fish hook is there and I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to chew on the string. Okay. If you don't mind. And I just want to sit there and enjoy not knowing what's coming up and for them to present it to me in the way they are, they want to. I don't want to know what's coming. I want to I want to see it as it comes. I want to enjoy it as the show flows. That's exactly where I'm going. Give me one. Ah, need a little bit of water. So I want a little, a little bit of tight, uh, uh, tangent on that. But as for She-Hulk, I'm really looking forward to it because we know we're going to get a lot of streets. We're going to get... Uh, I, there's so many villains that Marvel has built up that we 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 can almost assume that they're going to be in there. We know she'll probably have to deal with. Um, uh, we know Daredevil's going to show up, and Daredevil's going to be getting his own show. Um, and actually, if you check with, uh, if you read, what is it, um, Jessica Gao's, uh, if you read of what she was like originally when they were her and the writers. Whenever they and just if those gonna know Jessica uh, Jessica Gow is one who created the show and she is uh, I believe the uh, director associate director I might be wrong about that um, uh, she I believe she's an ex- uh, no she's not no I think she's just like the head sh- uh, creator um, executive producer Kevin Fahey Louis Esposito. Uh, Victoria Alonzo, Brandon Winsome, and Cash. Oh, no, she is. She's one of the executive producers. So, 
Um, but she was the one that pitched it. This was like the fourth or fifth uh, show she's pitched. Uh, and this, it kind of, kind of went, but I think the way that uh, they're taking it is really good. I know we're going to get Benedict Wong. We're going to get uh, uh, Wong. We're going to get, uh, uh, who else? We're going to get uh, oh, uh, Mark Ruffalo, which I'm hoping he's going to come back, but most likely he won't come back. He may come back once or twice more, but I got a feeling he's, it's not going to be, I think he's going to come back for the next episode. I did, you know, they have been doing it in the promos. I, but eventually he's going to go away because I, I honestly believe they're setting up uh, Hulk to be in uh, the, the Hulk War. Um, him going back out into Shatar uh, and uh, him going off world. Um, if they go that route, no, we're not always really sure, but that's kind of where it seems like they're going. So uh, it is head by uh, Tatiana Maslany. Uh, she's playing Jennifer Walters, uh, Jennifer Walters, uh, She-Hulk, and Jennifer Walters, attorney at law. <laughs> and uh, honestly, she's doing the third wall breaks. I love that. Uh, that's just like what I mean. In the comics, they didn't do a whole lot, but honestly, I loved it. I think it was done really well. And I have to get. I have to say this. I love. I I think she was absolutely the perfect pick for She Hulk. Um, she's done a very good job because I was never a huge fan of She Hulk, and it's not that I didn't like female characters. It was just I wasn't a huge Marvel fan of the comics. I love the movies. I'm not. I wasn't a really big. Uh, I was a DC. Don't hate me. Um, Batman. If you guys know my tattoo, but um, with She Hulk. I think from what little I uh, what little I've read, I think she's done an exceptional job bringing that character. Um, she's really dove into the role very well. I think she's brought about a lot of the mannerisms. Um, the whole, jeez, oh, the whole of her ripping up clothes is perfect because if anybody ever read the comics, that was one thing she got pissed off. Someone would cause her to Hulk out, and she'd rip a sweater. Uh, somebody posted a picture and it was great. Um, she had ripped up a sweater and she goes, you know how many months it took me to get this to the comfy? And it was just like shredded. Oh, so good. So good. Um, so I really think they should, uh, but I'm going to go back to the, I really believe she would, they should have established. They should have made the show a little bit longer to show that she had to do a little bit of work. I, I don't like the. I, I'm not a big fan. Not that I hate it. I don't. I don't like the big fan. Uh, the the big deal of she just figured it out in a in a day. I think it should have taken her a little bit of time. But I can understand where they were going. But that's also part of the feel of I thought I kind of they kind of rushed things. Um. But she also had to get back to a court case. Um, she doesn't want to be a superhero, but it's going to be thrown on her. Uh, so we're going to see a lot of that. Um, <laughs> she saved her shoes. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, go check it out. I, 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 it's just so funny to see a lot of the banter that goes on. The running, the running gag joke of... Dick, move. <laughs> which was great because uh, the whole 
that the, the whole Dick was is just is that going to be like a Hulk thing now? Just everybody's saying the Hulk is Dick move. It's kind of I think it's funny. I, I like it, um, but it is a reoccurring thing all the way from uh, uh, back to the Avengers. So uh, it's one of those deals that. I'm really looking forward to this uh, this season. Um, for those people that have complained about it, and there's, a, there, I have watched some. I, I was reading some article that gave it one star, and he just went on this long tirade, and I couldn't read it all because I could feel the IQ points dying. You know, brain cells were st- slowly re- reverting to gelatinous mass. Just trying to read this guy's post about, you know moving away from the comic books and i was like dude which comic books have you been reading and i don't know if you've noticed but i don't know a single mcu project period that is 100 faithful to the comics they pay homage to the comics and i thought they did a very good job but as for the content and stuff they decided to you know give her character and stuff i thought it was good uh, people who complained about the whole, um, uh, what is it? Uh, you know, the reason why she can control is because uh, she's a woman. It's like, I can kind of see that. And honestly, I didn't have any problem with it. For those that got, had a problem with it, like what's wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, seriously, it was entertaining. Um, I'm and yes, I, I can see how it was it three days she was able to control her changing and stuff, but I, I do wish it would took a little bit longer, and I do wish there was a little bit more development there, but that's it. Kind of going back. If you guys haven't seen it, go and watch it. It was a great show. Um, like I said, uh, I don't I, now that Tatiana has done has played Jennifer Walters, uh, She Hulk. I cannot see anybody else who would even remotely do half the job she did because she has the comic wit for it. Um, Her timing for that character and everything she did was impeccable. And it's just the fact that they went to uh, attorney at law with this what piqued my interest, because honestly, I'm not going to lie, I, I was a big Harvey Birdman attorney at law. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, this is going to be good. You know, anytime they have fun with the legal system in, in a not serious manner, I'll watch it because it's going to be entertaining. Um, where they're going to take it is she's going to be now be crossing a pass with a lot of, uh, uh, what is it, uh, uh, superheroes. So... We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Uh, the next char- the next show will probably be a lot more, a little bit more character development, but also her uh, what changes is going to become uh, from her having powers and stuff. So uh, we'll be seeing Wong again. Uh, let's see here, Charlie Cox, the only person that can ever play Daredevil. Um, I'm almost certain we're gonna be we're gonna see a lot of the other characters because, uh, like I said. She-Hulk is the beginning of the street-level characters, the street-level heroes. Um, as in, we're going to see Marvel have the galactic 
stuff that is, uh, you know, that's what they're currently working towards with Kang the Conqueror and stuff like that. But we need superheroes that are going to be taking care of the, the, the people the, at the street level. And that's why they're calling them street level heroes. And that's always been Daredevil. Most likely we're going to see Jessica Jones, uh, Luke Cage, because we did see those those two actors, that actor and actress with passes, taking pictures in the backstage. So there's a good chance we'll see them show up because they're going to need attorneys. Um, We'll probably see, this is probably going to reintroduce Kingpin. We need a lot more of him. We know he's not dead. There's no way he's dead from the last show. We, there's no way. Um, so yeah, we're going to, uh, we're definitely going to see a bunch more characters. This will probably help introduce the, um, oh, what's her name? That was part of S.H.I.E.L.D., but then uh, became the that underground. Uh, she's probably going to be a little, with the street level, she's probably going to be more into this stuff. So there's, we've already got a ton of, of villains that are street level. They're not the big galactic stuff. So this is going to allow us to get to them. So anybody's complaining, shut up and sit back and enjoy the ride because I'm looking forward to this. I can't wait. And uh, Titiana, I, I'm so looking forward to your portrayal of, uh, uh, of She-Hulk. All right. In the sh- uh, towards the end of the show now. Um, so what happened There's not a whole lot I can say on the on beard side. Essentially, what happens? There's been a lot of uh, family stuff that's been going on, and right at the beginning of the year, a bunch of the stuff that both me and Beard have been dealing with on our own sides um, through through COVID and everything else finally caught up with us. It finally caught up with us, and the Beard had some stuff that he had to take care of, and we had to take. It was going to be just a couple of week breaks. And that couple of weeks turned into a month and then two months. And after, after about a month and a half, uh, you, a lot of you guys noticed that um, the podcast disappeared online. And essentially what that was is I needed to save some money. Money has gotten a little bit tight. And at that time I was paying for hosting. So I shut off the, I basically had to, stop paying and it's one of those well we have a free but once you convert it to uh, a paid you can't go back to a free and we just delete all your stuff i'm like dude you couldn't have kept at least the last couple of episodes and they just purged everything so i spent a bunch of time and around that time i had some personal stuff that just kicked in and just kind of took over everything ate up a lot of my time work. Uh, there was a bunch of stuff that happened at the office that I was taking care of and stuff. And it just one thing after another was months and months of stuff that just going on. Um, I'm not going to lie. There's been a bit of depression in there. There's been a bunch of other stuff and I'm giggling about it now, but it's just me looking back. Um, summer's been really, really tough. Uh, you know, inflation's really, really making things a little, really difficult. Um, you know, I've had to restructure everything I do. So things got really tough. And then, but during that time, I have been messaged by countless people. I've been messaged by a lot of people. Hey, when are you going to get the podcast going? When are you going to get it up and going again? And I've just, 
it's been there. It's just like I'm, I'm going to do something, I, but I need to get the old pod, the the files. Which I'm one of those file hoarders. I've got a, a personal server here in the house, and I have all my files, all the multi-track and everything else. So I, I had them. I just needed to find somewhere, and I did some looking, and then got sidetracked and did some other stuff. And then I did some more looking, and then I had got sidetracked and stuff like that. A couple of weeks ago, I was like, you know what? I'm going to spend some time on this. I'm going to figure out how to host them on my website. Um, I need to get it where I can publish it out to uh, online sources and stuff like that. So I did a bunch of research. I spent about a week hunting down stuff. I found a, I found a plugin for WordPress. I got it installed, spent two days figuring it out, getting stuff loaded. It was like, I think it was like 36 or 39 past episodes i only did the uh if you'll notice i only did the pre or the post youtube like anything that went when we went full on podcast that's where i started from so it was like 39 36 episodes uh backlog and i had to go through and upload them get the show notes and I had, luckily I have all that. I'm more, like I said, I'm a hoarder. So I kept all that stuff, but it's just, it was a tedious task of getting it all uploaded a couple of late nights, getting that there. And I did, and I finally got them uploaded. And over the weekend, over this last weekend, I got them loaded. So, and I was just like, cause, but I've been hit up and it's like uh, the guys over there with the uh, Indie Racers, they were like, dude, can you put this on your podcast? And I was like, Okay, and then uh, here recently we had Bakersfield Collectors Con, and I went to that, and I ran into a lot of people like, dude, you know, podcast, can you uh, post news about it? And are you guys, can you guys bring the, the show out? I'm like, there's no show right now. But between them and people messaging me, it was, I'm going to do this. So for those of you guys that messaged me, for those of you guys that hit me up, thank you. You were the energy I needed. You guys were the, it's always great to hear from people. It's very rare, but when you do, it's very, very powerful. So I really want to thank everybody that messaged me. I really want to thank you guys for helping be that inspiration and that little bit of spark for me to get this, get the podcast going in. Um, as for what the future holds, I don't know. Uh, for right now, it's going to be just me. And this is the first episode. It's a little bit uncomfortable. Um, I'm kind of getting back in the swing of things of trying to get the audio playing. And uh, I, tell me how I did. Um, I, I'm sitting here trying to do go between show, uh, show notes, a laptop, uh, a desktop for recording. So as you guys know, I've got multiple screens going on and I haven't stayed the most focused. But... Uh, overall, it's been a good show, and I'm really happy for this. I'm glad to finally get this done. So um, tell me how we did. Hit me up, uh, nerdcaveshow.com, audiocrazy.com. Um, uh, let us know how we did. Go go to the Facebook. If you're on Facebook, we have the Nerd Cave Dwellers group page. That is where people can go and post, post funny memes, uh, their D&D video game uh nerd culture, Marvel, whatever, Star Trek. Uh, everybody's been posting stuff like on there. So uh, it's been pretty entertaining lately. We've had, we've had a pretty good group in there. The game server's still still currently up. For those of you guys who don't know, the Nerd Cave Dwellers uh, 7 Days of Die server has been running constantly. I have kept maintained that. 
Um, uh, oh, one other thing I forgot to mention, uh, better late than never, cold ice. Uh, if you remember, uh, Doug Curry uh, last year uh, came on the podcast and we were discussing about cold ice. How uh, He was one of the original ones and I came on, I believe it was uh, the second team that had worked on it briefly. And uh, we have already, uh, we've released beta one. He did amazing work on it. I've developed them. I've actually, uh, well, I retextured and uh, ad- edited an existing map for dust and made it drift um, specifically for our mod. I've already made changes. So in uh, beta three, whenever for uh, beta two, there's a, a map that I made is included in there. I'm working on a second one. Yes, I have been re- creating a deathmatch map for Half-Life <laughs> And I've been having a blast doing it. That's another little project I was doing. I've been trying to work on these maps on the side while working and everything else. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll be hopefully by the time beta three comes out, I will have my second map, which the first one is a, is kind of, is retexture and redo of dust. My second map, um, which I'm not going to discuss it too much, but that is a made-from-scratch map. And I'm trying to spend a little bit of time. It is um, a bit different when you're starting from an empty plane and building it up. Um, but I'm doing it, and I'm having fun doing it. So, And it's not. I'm not going to say it's going to be anywhere near as good as the map that I worked on, but it's getting there. So... Um, Go and check that out. Cold Ice Remastered. Um, you'll find it. If you search for Cold Ice Remastered, you'll find it. Or if you go to audiocrazy.com, there is a page, Cold, Cold Ice Remastered Beta 2. There's videos there of me and Doug, um, surreal, uh, beta te- testing the pre-release builds, uh, trying to do bug squashing and stuff like that. Um, but the links are there to download it. It is a Half-Life Gold Source game, not... Um, source so you have to have the older version but it works in steam i have a dedicated server up so uh you have a uh so you will need the older version of half-life but you can get it on steam it's still it's still there uh copy the folder to your half-life copy cold ice to your half-life folder restart steam and it'll show up as cold ice remastered beta 2 and you can hop in and play it is a deathmatch only it is not a single player but it has gotten wild it has gotten wild grapple hook um dual wrenches uh lots of wild weapons we've had the uh, he's uh, surreal's added sliding and a whole bunch of other stuff so uh definitely go check it out um and as of what was it the other day after we released we uh, the cold ice remastered was number one on mod db for a day for at least a day so that was really exciting um i'm so happy for that so anyway that's it for today's show i want to thank you guys for uh watching or listening um Nerd Cave Show is back, and hopefully I'll be able to do this once a week, uh, getting a podcast out to you guys. Uh, things will get better. This is the first awkward night, and I accept the fact that I have a bit more to get back into as I get back into the swing of things. So uh, anyway, send me a post, send me a message, or uh, go onto the Facebook group page and tell me how we did. So you guys have a great week. Go and enjoy your She-Hulk, your Marvel, and any else uh, 
anything else you nerd out on. Go and enjoy. Have fun. I'll see you guys next week.